right, today is Tuesday, November, or excuse me, not November 30, January 30, 2024. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. For me, it's always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. I want to, Lord willing, start with Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and 6. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and 6. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Don't add or take away to God's word. God's words are pure. They're perfect. He preserves them. Today I want to go over, just very plainly, an affidavit where you, should you choose, Um, can swear under penalty of perjury and give it to anyone in government. And that stands as evidence that stands in evidence in a court of record that you, or excuse me, that there is an unlawful alien invasion. I want you to think about this. If you would, your government officials, there are plenty of representatives and senators and county commissioners and sheriffs and mayors and all sorts of people who want to do righteousness but they are afraid. They are afraid of doing righteousness because they don't know the law. I don't want to go down that rabbit trail, but Luke 11:52, Jesus says, Woe unto you lawyers, for ye have hidden the key of knowledge. Because we have not been taught what the law is on a systemic, national-wide, decades-long issue, people just don't know how to assert their rights. They don't know how to make a claim. They don't know what the law is. Lord willing, today... This will show an affidavit that you can uh, write and you can sign and you can submit by certified mail. You can hand it to them and it stands as evidence, evidence of the unlawful alien invasion going on. And it could be done at any level, in any community, in any state, and you can give it to anybody in government. So I've tried to make this as... I'm Lord willing, I'm going to try to present this as generic and as overly broad and comprehensive as possible so that you understand the basics of the law. The first thing that I'd like to do is I'd like to direct your attention to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. I am giving remedy. I'm giving remedy of how you can have evidence of the unlawful alien invasion. One of the ways to uh, help or facilitate my ability to continue to do this is for you to take the money you're already spending and switch it over. Go to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren, patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. And if you sign up today, if you sign up today, January 30, if you sign up today, I will call you. I will call you and I'll help explain what this is. Uh, and Lord willing, we can discuss what it what it means to take your shopping away from the globalists, the big corporations, the ones that are destroying the nation, and you switch it over to um, the the private sector in the in the patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. So you, you go to the link in the description below, click on that, register. Uh, Lord willing, if I've got the time, and, I, and this doesn't, you know, there's going to be questions about this from government officials, I, I already know. But this is how... So that that's how a way to bless me, my family, and keep the keep the things going. And it's it's also uh, a way to better budget, get better products. Uh, we have saved money in our family, um, and it's a way to help American manufacturing. All of those things are good things. PatriotSwitch.com/slash Jaren. Sign up today, January thirty, 
And Lord willing, I got the time, unless I'm just inundated with all people signing up. Uh, and I'll give you a call and we'll, we'll explain and we'll talk about this. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to go to the uh, document I wrote, and it's already written. So I, I wrote it this morning. That's why I was a little bit late. What I want to do is, first of all, uh, does anyone disagree that we are uh, assembling for the common good? Okay, nobody disagrees, so that means we are all in agreement that we are assembling for the common good so that we can learn the fundamental law. If I hear nobody say no, then everyone agrees that we're assembling for the common good. Okay, we're assembling for the common good, and so now we are just going to discuss our rights, and we're going to look at what the law says. So with that, I'd like to bring up the screen. I'd like to unlock this and zoom me down into the corner. So this is going to be the affidavit of, um, I'm just calling it, call it danger to public safety. No, I, I want to I write this different. Affidavit of unlawful, unlawful alien invasion and danger, we'll say imminent, imminent, imminent danger to people and the public welfare. So the very first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to show you what the definition of invasion is. That way we get that out of the way. Here is invasion. Where you are, blacks for invasion. Where'd I go? Right here. Invasion. An encroachment upon the rights of another. The incursion of an army for conquest or plunder. Right? But the definition is an encroachment upon the rights of another. So you can invade my right to privacy. You can invade my right to property. So an invasion is just an encroachment upon the rights of another, okay? So that's what we're getting at. So there you go. And um, if you want to learn more of the fundamental law regarding uh, the unlawful uh, aliens, I've got that um, immigration series, part one, two, three, four. The link is in the description below. Uh, again, that's more remedy for free that explains the fundamental law regarding immigration. So if you're like me and you see the nation being subverted, this is one thing that we can do. Okay, so what I'm going to do is, um, well, hold on, let me, let, me, let me back up this, let me back up this, and I want to say a couple parameters, a couple things. What I want to say is, first of all, uh, you, and we'll, we'll get into this, this nation is yours. Everybody in government has sworn to uphold the constitutions. Your state constitutions are where most of your liberty is expressed, written on the document. So whenever you speak to the feds, you need to speak to the, what the state constitution says because many times the federal government is not doing what they're granted the power to do. The immigration series, link is in the description below, show that immigration is not in the U.S. Constitution. So if you're using the state constitutions and you're claiming rights violations and, and, and imminent danger to public welfare, you are using the law and you're telling the feds or the state or the county or the sheriff or the dog catcher what the law is and they can't deny it. The feds can't deny it because when they swear to the U.S. Constitution, they accept and agree and embrace everything in the state constitutions. So when the federal constitution doesn't say immigration and you use state constitution provision, you're telling them you're speaking about an issue that is threatening you at the state level and the feds have already agreed. Rewind that 15 more times if it doesn't make sense. The other thing that we're going to do is that an affidavit is evidence. 
This is evidence. This is evidence in the law. You don't need a news clip. You don't need uh, a dead body. You don't need uh, a raped girl. You don't even need, if you are in the most uh, New Hampshire or Idaho uh, community in the world, the most white picket fenced, white salty cracker, white people population, you don't need a bunch of uh, illegal immigrants. You don't need a bunch of illegal aliens present. You don't even need them physically present. We are speaking and swearing to the danger, the danger of something. And with that, let me get up the word danger so you understand the word danger. So we are not swearing that things have happened. We're swearing to the danger of public welfare. The reason why this is important is because the purpose of government, and we'll see this from John Locke here in a bit, the as I find danger, the purpose of government is to uh, protect people, their rights, and the public welfare. So if we go to the handy dandy, boom, where are you at? Danger. Uh, danger. Danger. Jeopardy. Exposure to loss or injury. Exposure. So it doesn't, or peril. It doesn't have to have happened yet. It's just the danger, the jeopardy, the risk, the exposure to loss or injury. So if you are exposed to this, that is danger. And so when you, we make a claim to imminent danger, you're making a claim based on a perception, which you are by right allowed to do. And I'm about to show it to you. So uh, with that, I want to shrink myself back down. Boom, boom. And then we want to do the screen. All right, so this is just an affidavit of unlawful alien and invasion of imminent danger and imminent danger to people and the public welfare. Uh, I will not post this file. You can take the two seconds of effort and write it for yourself. Uh, go back through, understand. I never do uh, templates. I never do uh, you know those types of things because I always want to make sure that I understand it uh, and I do it from scratch. Affiant, that's you. You are the one swearing the affidavit. So you're going to write your name. So I would write uh, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson. One of the people as seen in Oklahoma Constitution, Article 2, Section 1. Now, this could be any state constitution. Or you could even say, in case you, you, know, you don't want to look up your constitution, as seen in the 50 American states. Boom. There you go. Uh, or state uh, constitutions. Right, as seen in the 50 American state constitutions. There you go. Republican informed. That's uh, the form of government that we're guaranteed, where the administration of affairs is open to all the people. Sui juris. We come by right without uh, any legal handicap. Do serve you, and you. This could be the you know. Uh, I got Paw Patrol on the mind, so Mayor Humdinger, uh, or it's, uh, you know, Mayor, like, Bynum, if you're in Tulsa. If you're in Tulsa, it's Mayor Bynum, and I would just put uh, G.T. Bynum. So if you're in Tulsa and you want to send this to the Tulsa mayor, because the Tulsa mayor is a globalist receiving uh, awards from NGOs and stuff so that people can, he can bring uh, aliens to his, his city, Um you send it to GT Bynum, send it to, uh, you know, Kevin Stitt, send it to, um, 
you know, what's his name? Gittner Drummond is the uh, AG, Oklahoma Attorney AG. What you want to do is you want to make sure that you're sending it to the people that you want to have taken action. So um, I would send it to a county commissioner. So you identify, or I would identify a county commissioner in Rogers County. Um, and so it would just, you know, say, uh, you know, identify the county commissioner uh, that you want to. We'll just call him Bob, for example, because I don't want to out anybody. But um, you, you would say it to this because the purpose of this affidavit is, and we'll see this, the purpose of, purpose of this affidavit is to stand as evidence so that your public servant, those people in government, will declare the invasion. Because when they publicly declare the invasion, that triggers a bar in the law that now, by necessity, they've got to defend you. And so this this is this is one of the most fundamental things you can do is basically say I'm in danger come help and this is a sworn affidavit which is evidence that you are in danger and anyway we'll keep, we'll keep doing it. by necessity and there's a maxim that speaks to this necessity overrules the law let me see if I can oh, let me see if I can look up the Black's law definition of uh, necessity that way you can see it. Uh, necessity is something that has to be compelled. There, there is no law against it because it's necessary. All right, let's do this. Get my this. We do handy dandy. Where's my necessity? Necessity, necessity. Where did I just see it? Oh, right here. Necessity. Black's fourth. Controlling force. Irresistible compulsion. A power or impulse so great that it admits no choice of conduct. Right? So if, um, if, if, you, if you do something under necessity, when it is said that an act is done under necessity, it may be in law either of three kinds of necessity. One, the necessity of preserving one's own life, which will excuse a homicide. The necessity of obedience as to the laws, as to the obedience of one not sui juris. Woo! Look at that. If you are not sui juris, it means you are under the superior of one who is sui juris. And how are we coming? As one sui juris. The necessity caused by the act of God or a stranger, right? So this is, uh, we are using it, this necessity of obedience. Why are we doing that? Because these people owe us what? They owe us due care. It is their job to obey us. And we're about to show that. Affiant claims that we that that affiant serves us by common right. Uh, we've covered common right before. Uh, affiant claims that uh, unlawful aliens, right? So unlawful is contrary to the law. Alien, if you read the or go to the immigration series below, um, is just a foreigner. Are a danger. We looked up danger to public safety, right? Do I want to find which? Where's uh, is it safety or public safety? We'll look up public safety, and that way you know. And again, one of the best ways you can do to help me while I'm looking this up is go to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. That is how this gets funded. So the people that have taken the money that they're already spending and switched it over, uh, they are, a, you know, they're the ones that allow me to do what I do. Public use, public law, public lavatories, public offense, public passage, public place. I want safety. I don't can't find safety, so let's go to safety. We might even change it to welfare if that's not the case. Um, but I want safety because it deals with danger. And whenever you say you're in danger, that's a really big deal. 
safety, 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 safety. Safety is not by itself. So we're going to just say public. Uh, do I have my, there it is. So we want to bring up the Webster's. It'll be in Webster's. This is your Webster's 1828. Noah Webster was a founding father, and he wrote a dictionary. And in his dictionary, he used a bunch of Bible uh, references because your founding fathers were Christians and they believed in the Bible. So we need to get back to that type of thinking. Now, if I do this, if I do this, where is safety? There it is. Safety. Safety. Freedom from danger or hazard as the safety is an electrical experiment, the safety of a voyage as not in safety, nor I, nor had I rest. Job 3. Uh, so to see there, there's a, there's a Bible reference. Exemption from hurt, injury, or loss. We cross the Atlantic in safety. Preservation from escape. Close custody as to keep prisoner from safety. Preservation from hurt. So there you go. Public safety is the preservation from hurt. So when we say that there is a, a risk of public safety from unlawful alien invasion, we are saying that we are going to get hurt. Bad things are going to happen. Now, the beauty of this is that you can say that you perceive it and it doesn't have to have actually happened to you deliberately for you to claim that there's a danger to your public safety. So now we say millions of aliens have invaded sovereign states in America. Um, this means that there have been millions of people, and those are government statistics, who have entered um, the, the, the nation. So we're saying millions of aliens have invaded sovereign states because all states, every state is free and independent. Every state is a sovereign political entity uh, in America. And then I, I put this, insert your perceptions of danger from unlawful aliens in your local area. You can include risks that you perceive, dangerous things that you have witnessed or are concerned about, and even bad things that you see in other nations suffering mass immigration. So you could say, uh, you know, I don't want what's happening in Germany where uh, people are being raped or kicked by gangs of Muslims to happen. I don't want uh, you know my daughter to be raped. I don't like the fact that uh, property is being destroyed. I don't like the fact that uh, public funds are spent on these people. You, you can you tee off this this is where you just get to tee off on how much you don't like the unlawful alien invasion. The more specific, the better, because this is yours. You are swearing to it. So you are swearing that you don't like this stuff. And you can say, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. Don't go on a, uh, you know, a rant where you take up 15 million pages. We want to try to keep this short within one page, maybe one and a half, um, because anything longer than that, people just don't read. So this says, we end up saying, the invasion of unlawful aliens is a threat to people and the public welfare. We'll say safety, public safety, and the public safety, no, we'll say welfare. The public welfare requires by necessity that government defend us. So you are coming um, uh, that government defends the law. That government, uh, not defends the law, upholds the law. That government upholds the law. Then we're going to say necessity, maximum of law, necessity overrules the law. 
Then we get into the history. So this is the fundamental law. Affiant claims that John Locke, a leading authority on America's constitutions, wrote that government is an express trust. This means that the text of the constitutions is the law and that powers granted to government are strictly bound to the text. Locke wrote that people may remove government officials at any time and that people are the judge of whether their servants in government faithfully dispose the trust put in them by the people. See authority below. John Locke, Two Treaties of Government, Book 2, Chapter 15, Section 171. Secondly, political power is that power which every man having in the state of nature has given up into the hands of society and therein to the governors whom the society hath set over itself with this express or tacit trust. Right there, John Locke is calling government an express or tacit trust. That it shall be employed for their good and for the preservation of their property. I've covered this before. Express means written. Trust is a formulation of government in which government or powers are granted. There must be an account given. And it is strictly bound to precisely what is written. John Locke, Two Treaties of Government, Book 2, Chapter 19, Section 240. Here, it is like the common question will be made. Pay attention to this because we're also teaching as we're, as we're saying. So a lot of this is to teach your government uh, officials what the law is so that they don't screw up anymore. And I'll say this. If you've got government officials that, are, that, that don't like unlawful aliens uh, you know, invading, if they want to do something... Your evidence by affidavit is going to be higher in the law than anything and anybody in government can say. The Supreme Court can't write something more powerful than this. The Supreme Court is not sworn under penalty of perjury when they write their decisions. They're declaring the law of an issue, but they are not claiming and asserting a right. They're using judicial power, which was given to them. You are swearing to rights which is higher in the law. So this affidavit stands as a shield against anybody that would come after your government servant. So let's say you've got a sheriff. Let's say the sheriff wants to start deporting aliens. This affidavit gives him all the justification in the law and it gives him a shield if anyone comes at him. This affidavit stands as a shield to defend that lawful servant, to give him the authority to do righteous actions. And so he could actually start doing this stuff by necessity. That's what necessity means. Necessity overrules the law. No statute can then govern him because the imminent danger to the public safety, the public welfare, is greater than the, uh, it's greater than the, uh, the, the statutes. Oh, look at that. A patriotswitch.com slash Jaren thing. Uh, if you call today, January 30, Lord willing, if I've got the time, I will call you and we can talk about stuff. Patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. Um, okay, uh, here it's like the common question will be made. Who shall be judge whether the prince or the legislative act in contrary to the trust? So John Locke is saying, who determines whether the people in government go against the trust that was given them? So you saw here that government is a trust. And you see here who is the judge to determine if the people in government break the trust. John Locke, the authoritative uh, source on our constitutions that the founding fathers learned from. Oh, I probably need to say that. Uh, a leading authority on America's constitutions uh, that inspired the founding fathers as they um, 
wrote and ratified America's foundational law. There you go. Wrote and ratified America's foundational law. There you go. Uh, we'll say uh, fundamental law. Fundamental law. Um, where was I at? Uh, who shall be judge? Um, this perhaps ill-affected Ill and factious men may spread amongst the people. Uh, when the prince only makes use of his due prerogative. So if the people in government are only going to use the powers that they've been given to benefit themselves, it's going to uh, ill-affect people. It's going to hurt people because the people in government get powers to use for the people's benefit and not for the people in government's benefit. That's what he's saying. So to this, I reply... So he's saying, I'm going to reply to people who are disaffected and factious based on the fact that government people are using their power to benefit themselves. To this, I reply, the people, the people shall be judge. The people shall be judge. Do you think that your government is failing you to stop the unlawful alien invasion? Well, if you think that, you judge that, you, by law, by right, can tell them that. Don't, don't underestimate this. For who shall be judge whether his trustee or deputy acts well, and according to the trust reposed in him? Did I say disposed? I meant reposed. Faithfully, uh, government, no, we want to say that, it's disposed. Um, who this judge shall be... Um, but he who deputes him, so if you deputize somebody, you've given them the power. If you've given something to somebody for their stewardship for your benefit, you're the one that gets to determine if they've done it a good job. Um, and must, by having deputed him, having have, have still a power to discard him. You, because you put him in office, you still have a power to get rid of him. If you put them in office, if you gave them power, if they're not doing what you want them to do, you can get rid of them. This is what he's saying. When he fails in his trust, which is why you understand government is a express trust. We are telling them what the law is. And when they don't do what the law says, when we swear to it and give it to them, this is evidence and can remove them from office. The more people who understand this, the more the law will be observed. So not only does this affidavit stand as a shield for the good, righteous actors in government who want to deport illegal and unlawful aliens, but it's also using and it will stand as evidence against the people who get it, who don't respond and don't obey. And he's telling you right here. If this be reasonable in particular cases of private men, so if you and I can enter into a private contract and that private contract is going to govern that relationship. Let's say you give me this pencil. And if you give me this pencil to use in an exact way, if, if you give it to me to, to write something and I write, okay. If you give it to me to write and I take it and I start stabbing people in the face, I'm not using what you gave me for the purpose you gave it to me. You, because you gave it to me, can take it back.
Especially if you tell me, hey, you're stabbing people in the face, you're not writing with the pen like you swore you would do. If you swore that you would write with the pen, why are you taking the pen to stab people in the face? Make sense? And so if this is reasonable in particular cases of private men, why should it be otherwise in that of the greatest moment where the welfare of millions is concerned and also where the evil, if not prevented, is greater and the redress very difficult, dear, and dangerous? Do you get what he's saying? He's saying, if this can be the case, that of taking back the pencil when you give it to me, because I've done it, I've, I've used it wrong. If this can be done with private people, how much more so whenever it's affecting millions of people's lives? If millions of people are invading the nation, that's affecting millions of people's lives. By that thought process, it is more, it is more reasonable for people being adversely affected by unlawful aliens invading America, that people in government have a greater duty and a greater impulse to quickly do something about it instead of, you know, doing their hands and saying, well, you know, we got to wait on the courts and the statutes and the blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. We're cutting through that crap. Why? Because we gave you the power and we're judging to say you are bad, are doing bad. John Locke, Two Treaties of Government, Book 2, Chapter 19, Section 242. If a controversy arise betwixt, which is a great word, a prince and some of the people, a prince is a bureaucrat, someone in government, a leader, someone who has government power. Remember, Locke wrote this back in the 1600s, so there was a king at this time. So you have to understand that that's, that's the idea. But he's speaking as an agent of the sovereign, right? between a prince and some of the people in a matter where the law is silent or doubtful and the thing be of great consequence. Now let's go through this. Where the law is silent. Is the law silent regarding unlawful alien invasion in America? No, it's not. It's happening. It's just not being upheld. Or doubtful. Is the law doubtful? Are people going, well, I don't know if those people can just kind of walk in or not. No, it's not doubtful at all. You don't have the right to be here and you only come here by immigrating here. This is why the immigration series, links in the description below, is so important because, excuse me, the federal government doesn't have uh, the power of immigration. They don't because it's an express trust. Um, I should think the proper umpire, so Locke thinks the proper umpire in such a case should be the body of a people. So you've got a dispute between a prince and some of the people, and the judge, the umpire, is going to be the body of the people. For in cases where the prince hath a trust reposed in him, so he's a public servant sworn to the Constitution, and is dispensed from the common ordinary rules of the law, there, if any men find themselves aggrieved, if any men, if any men find themselves aggrieved, remember whenever the uh, U.S. Constitution says petition your government for redress of grievances, your affidavit is you petitioning for redress of grievance. This is what we are doing here. Your affidavit stands as evidence. It is your exercise of your right to give people in government evidence of how you are being harmed or something bad is happening so that they can do something about it. And then when someone comes to that official and says, you can't do this, that government official can raise up your affidavit and say, I, you know, this blocks me. I was given authority to do this. 
So if you've got beef with what I'm doing, you got to see if this is lawful or not, which is why we study the precision in the law. And for those people thinking right now that they could just sign an affidavit swearing to anything, you're accountable for what you say. You could go to prison if you're lying. And two, if you swear to something that's not lawful just because you thought that you could get your way, that's not the law. The law is the law. What you just whimsically decide is not the law. What we're showing here is the fundamental law that shows that you have rights. When you swear to your rights being violated, you're accountable to that. But that's also where the power comes from to get the government to do something. So whenever you're saying that the imminent danger of unlawful alien invasions to America is bad, you swearing to that gives them, confers, confers power to them to do something about it. Which is why it matters whenever you figure out who you're going to give this to. You're going to send this to your mayor, your county commissioner, your sheriff, your whatever. Uh, it even could be a state representative because the remedy we're asking for, and I'm getting ahead, the remedy is asking for is that you publicly declare it. We want them to publicly declare the invasion. Folks, we want the truth of the law declared. We want the name of Jesus Christ declared. We want the gospel preached. We want the word of God advanced. There is power in that word. God says, Isaiah chapter 55, the word of the Lord does not return void. There is power in saying what God says. So I would much rather you say what the Bible says and preach the gospel than do this. If you're going to use Christ's wisdom to govern our government, because our government's based on uh, biblical principle, then you need to know what the law is and declare the law to more people so that more people know the law and the law is obeyed. Once you know the law, you behave the law. If government officials aren't behaving the law, it might be because they don't know the law. And even if they do, but they haven't been told, they will say, I'm ignorant. I don't know what I'm doing. And they'll get off the hook. This is going to tightly bind them and prevent that from happening. This is why we preach the gospel in government. This is why we say what the fundamental law is. Um, okay, so now we're coming back to this. If a controversy is betwixt, which is a great word, prince and some people, and a matter where the law is silent, great consequence, I should think the proper umpire is the people. For in the cases where the prince hath a trust reposed in him, and is dispensed with the common ordinary rules of the law, there, if any men find themselves aggrieved, and think that the prince acts contrary to, contrary, that is the word repugnant, repugnant is contrary, contrary is repugnant. So if something's contrary to, what? or beyond the trust. If you go against what the Constitution says or you go beyond what the Constitution permits you to do, does the Constitution say that you can use government powers to give benefits to unlawful aliens? No. So someone giving unlawful or benefits to unlawful aliens is exceeding the grant of power in the trust. Go back and play that like four times. Who so proper to judge is the body of the people who at first lodged that in him? Locke is saying the people gave power to the government. If the government is abusing that power or exceeding that power, the judge of that abuse and excess is the people because the people gave the government the power. Make sense? How far they meant it should extend. If the people told you, you can write with a pen, but then I start like writing in a stabbing motion to people. 
the people would say, we, that, that exceeds what you're doing. Because even though you're riding on people, you're stabbing, and we didn't intend that to happen. It's a, it's a rudimentary thing, but it's, you know, it's the best ad hoc example I can give. But it's the people that grant the power are the judge of whether it's being abused or exceeded. But if the prince, but contrast, if the prince or whoever they be in the administration decline that way of determination, so if the people in the government disagree with you, then the appeal, the appeal then lies nowhere but to heaven. Realize what he's saying right here. This is John Locke pointing to biblical principle that if you've got beef with somebody, you bring it to them and they disagree, then your appeal is to heaven, which is your way of saying your contract your association with them is null. It's void. If the people who you gave power to are not using the power as you tell them, when you tell them here's how to use their power and they disagree with you, they have breached that contract. They are abusing that power and the appeal to heaven is the recognition that they are no longer in office. And now you, by necessity, get to do what it is to save people from that thing. This is why when people say, we got to rise up, we got to rise up, they haven't actually used the law. They haven't claimed their rights. They haven't said, here's what the law says. They've gone straight to guns. Because they go straight to guns, they're not actually acting lawfully. They're acting arbitrarily. The law has to be given its due process. People have to say, these are my grievances. This is what I'm doing. This is the law. Here's where you're not doing it. And what I believe, Lord willing, and this is where you should pray, I believe there are people in government who don't know this. There's a lot of people who don't know this. There are people in government who want this information, but they don't know it. And they need you to swear to it, explain it to them, send them this link so that they can understand they can use that affidavit as a shield against any attorney, against any government bad actor. And I'll even say this, if you if you write this affidavit, if you give it to a, uh, a friendly government official and the government official is like, okay, let's go do this, um, send them this video, explain it to them. And if they do stuff and they get in trouble, I will bring everybody I got and we will come fight for them on their behalf using the law. We will beat judges. We will beat attorneys. We will beat the U.S. military. We'll beat U.S. senators. We'll beat them all because we know the fundamental law. You have to act like you are the sovereign power. You have to act like you are the boss. If you don't believe that, it's not going to come across in your writing. It's not going to come across in how you speak. You're going to be cowardly. You're going to be uh, you know, sunken. And whenever you try to hold your servant in strict ob- observance of the law, you're going to falter. This is why we take the time in peace to study what the law is. That way, when we proclaim it, we know it. But if someone in government stands on this affidavit and, take, and starts to take action and people come after them, send them my way. I will help them out for free because that's what I do. This is a ministry, which is how, it's, uh, which is how it happens with patriotswitch.com slash Jaren, by the way. I will help them out so that they can defend those people in their area and, and, and do righteousness for, for the people. They can do righteousness for the nation. 
that can force between either persons who have no known superior on earth or which permits appeal to judge on earth being properly a state of war. So Locke is saying if your government doesn't do what you tell it to do, if you've, if you've laid it down in the law, the constitutions, if you're giving them evidence that they're not doing their job, which is this affidavit, if they don't give you the remedy, if you've gone to all the people who can do something about it, then you now are in a state of war because your government is not obeying the law. They are the aggressors. They are the attackers. They are the ones in rebellion. Does that make sense? Wherein an appeal to heaven lies only to heaven and in the state the injured party must judge for himself when he will think fit to use of that appeal and put it upon himself. Which means if you are going to take that route, you've got to be committed and you've got to know that you're right. So I wouldn't advocate that because I believe that the more people who know this and start saying it and start speaking like it, one, I believe that there are decent hearted people in government who because they don't know the law, they don't know where to look and they don't know how to learn. Uh, because we've been taught bad, we've got programming that blocks this type of stuff, or they're going to turn and look into some legislative council, or they'll they'll listen to some attorney that, that tells them, no, 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 you can't do that. But look at what we're showing. We're showing the fundamental law. We're about to show what the Constitution say. Uh, there is no argument to this. There is no argument to this. Um, so when you do that, I believe that there will be people who find it politically expedient which means, when, you know, in the Bible, when Paul says that there will be pe- people preaching the gospel out of envy, if we've got people in government doing righteousness so that they can make themselves popular, I don't care. I don't care if they go on podcasts or sell books or run for president or get promoted to a higher job. As long as they're working righteousness and governing uh, with Christ's wisdom, I don't care. Their heart is what God will judge. I will judge their fruit. I will hold them in strict subjection to the law. And you should too. Maximum law. A frequent recurrence of fundamental principles and a firm adherence to justice, virtue, and original law are indispensably necessary. There's that word necessary again. um, To preserve the blessings of liberty and good government. So the original law, which is why we've gone to John Locke. It's a frequent recurrence, which is why we send it to him over and over and over. It's a firm, which is strong, adherence, which is a grip, a clasp, an embrace, not letting go. To justice, which is righteousness, which is truth, which is uh, goodness. Virtue, which is goodness, original law, are indispensably, which means you can't get rid of it. You can never get rid of these things. It's necessary to preserve the blessings of liberty and good government. You want good government? Bring your trustees and servants to a frequent occurrence of fundamental principle, which is why, uh, which is why my teacher Dave Jose, Real Dave Cares for You on Twitter, that's why he teaches the fundamental law. There's other versions of law. There's military law, civil law, admiralty law, ecclesiastical law, but none of those are as powerful as the fundamental law. So learn the fundamental law and you cut through all of it, which is why we focus on the fundamental law. Affiant claims that people have all power and have the inherent right to regulate their internal government. Government officials are sworn to uphold the constitutions and you only have power because people gave it to you. You, as a sworn trustee, are strictly bound to be amenable to people petitioning for redress of grievances at all times. This affidavit uh, is evidence of an invasion of unlawful aliens and the imminent danger to people, their property, and the public welfare. 
right? Virginia Constitution, Article 1, Section 2, that all power is vested in and consequently derived from the people, that magistrates are their trustees and servants and at all times amenable to them. So when we say we swear that you have to be amenable to us at all times, this is the constitutional provision. Now, people will say, well, I'm not in Virginia. Understand that, first of all, this says all power is, is vested in. This is not all Virginia power. This is not all uh, U.S. Constitution power. This says all power is vested in. And furthermore, your rights come from God. So it doesn't matter if you are a Virginian, a Oklahoman, or a Nevadaan. If it is a right in one state, it's a right in all states because the God of one state is the God of the other states and he gives rights to all people. So if one state constitution says, says this in Virginia, but your state constitution doesn't say that, that doesn't mean that you don't have that right. It means that your constitution didn't say it like that, but this is where you get to claim that right. You are claiming something and you're doing it under penalty of perjury. If someone in government chooses to respond and tell you that you don't have it, they're wrong because there is no evidence that you don't have it. They can't disprove a negative. All right, Georgia Constitution, Article 1, Section 2, Paragraph 1. All government of right originates with the people, is founded upon their will only, and instituted solely for the, public, uh, for, the, for the good of the whole. Public officers are the trustees and servants of the people and are at all times amenable to them. Maxim. Nothing can be treated as evidence that is not introduced as such. So you are swearing to this. This is treated as evidence. This is what you're swearing to. I'm swearing that there's an unlawful invasion of illegal aliens. There's an invasion of illegal aliens happening and it's a risk to, it's an imminent danger, which means it ha doesn't even have to have happened yet. It's a danger to people, their property, and the public welfare. Okay, that's the purpose of government, by the way. Uh, actually, let me, let me show that. I want, I need to show that. I need to show that. I need to write a maxim of law and then I need to get, Ooh, I knew this was going to happen. Okay. Here's where I need to show this maxim. The maxim and maxims of the law are the ones. There you go. PatriotSwitch.com. Amen. Maxim of law. Here we go. Um, the main object, the main object of government is the protection and preservation of personal rights, private property, and public liberties, and upholding the law of God. So put that in there right there. So I'll, I'll show that. Just screenshot this and put that in there and quote it, American Maxim. Okay? And the reason why they say all political power, it's right there. It's an American Maxim. Okay? So put this one in there, the main object of government. Put that in there, all right? Okay, let's finish this up. So here we come to the remedy portion. We come to what we want them to do. Please take final notice. It is affiant's demand. You're the affiant. affiant uh, that you publicly declare. We want our public officials to start saying what the law is. We want them to start declaring the law. Within five days, receipt of affidavit. You want to give them some time to respond, five days, 10 days, seven days, whatever. And hey, if this starts a conversation between you and your servant, that's great. We want that. We want to train our trustees. That unlawful aliens are invading our, and then you want to say state, community, county, etc. Uh, you know, unlawful aliens are invading Rogers County. Unlawful aliens are invading Claremore. 
Unlo- this my, you know, town I live. Um, unlawful aliens are invading Oklahoma. Whatever it is. And it should correspond to who you send it to. So if you're sending it to a county commissioner, you need to say Rogers County or whatever county you live in or whatever parish if you're Louisianan. Make sense? Okay. And present an imminent danger so that unlawful aliens are invading our state, community, whatever, and present an imminent danger to people, their property, and public safety, which is where you need to go in and add that maxim. Uh, If you believe that Affiant is wrong in the law, now this is where it's specific. If you believe that Affiant is wrong in the law, not that you believe I'm wrong. If you believe I'm wrong in the law, we're making a lawful argument. This is evidence in the law. Or that you have the constitutional authority to support an invasion by unlawful aliens against the people, which he doesn't, they don't. You may submit in writing an affidavit submitted under penalty of perjury and postmarked within five days. And I would put your address right underneath this. I would say, uh, I would say, please take notice. Oh, I got to add something. Uh, the mailing address is, you know, whatever. Um, so we want to say five days receive this. Oh, hold on. Um, or that you have the constitutional authority to support innovation by unlawful aliens against the people. You may submit in writing. Well, I mean, just think about this. Think of the philosophy here. You may submit. If you think I'm wrong in the law or that the Constitution lets you support this invasion, you may give to me. What are we asking? Or what are we saying? You may give to me in writing, not an email. Not a phone call in writing, bro. Give me in writing an affidavit submitted under penalty of perjury and postmarked within five days receipt of this affidavit. The evidence. Why do we want evidence? Because it's got to be sworn. If you're not swearing, it ain't evidence, which is not a news article. It's not a YouTube clip. It's not a freaking podcaster. It's the evidence. You got to swear to this. We want you to swear to this. Or the constitutional provision showing your granted powers to support an invasion by unlawful aliens. Folks, there is no constitutional provision for anybody in government to support an unlawful invasion or an invasion of unlawful aliens. It doesn't exist. Or by tacit acquiescence, you understand and agree. So this is not only that you agree, but you understand the law. You understand everything that I'm saying to you. So you understand and you agree with all claims herein and that this affidavit shall stand against you as evidence and truth and fact and law in all courts of record and that no court may rehear this matter and that you do consent. Look at this. And that you do consent and give aid and comfort to the unlawful alien invasion attacking the people. That you do consent and give aid and comfort to the unlawful alien invasion attacking the people with full knowledge, malice, and intent. You're doing this, you understand it all, you're doing it purposefully, and you're doing it with hostility. Folks, this 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 is treason. 
And because this is an affidavit, when they don't publicly declare the law, this is going to stand as evidence of treason against them. So whoever you do, whoever you send this to, whoever you send this to, your mayor, your county commissioner, your sheriff, your whatever, I would just get someone else to do it with you. Because if two people swear to the same overt act, that is treason. Um, comfort and uh, alien, uh, unlawful alien invasion, attacking the people with full knowledge, malice, and intent to breach the trust of the Constitution and to use government power to attack the public welfare. Right? And we'll even say this. All uh, responses not sworn under penalty of perjury are non-responses. We'll say that. All responses not sworn under penalty of perjury are non-responses. Please take notice, and you want to, uh, I always just bold that, Qatar will be. Please take notice, Qatar will be. And then, you know, just write out whatever it is. And then verification, I'll leave this up here. Uh, this is what I would, ver oh, you want to make sure it's 2024. So this is what it should look like. This is what your verification looks like. Just screenshot that, okay? Just screenshot that. And then you can go back and, and do stuff. And then distribution, I would always kind of put down here and that way everyone knows it. So, uh, you know, the trustee you're sending it to, so this is your mayor or whatever, but then, and then you also kind of want to say mayor of Claremore, you know, whatever. Uh, then you also want to, you know, send it to, you know, just think about who you're going to send it to. Your sheriff, your state rep, you could send it to uh, the governor, the AG, you could send it to, uh, I would send it to Jim Jordan at the U.S. House because he's House Judiciary. I would send it to uh, SCOTUS, whoever your. Um, so the Supreme Court has, it breaks up the continental United States and Alaska, Hawaii into certain divisions and circuits. And so I would figure out what state you're in, what circuit you're in, and who the SCOTUS is over that thing. Because what you're doing is you're basically saying this is a declaration of uh, emergency. You are telling your government that you are, uh, that you're in danger. And then I would make sure that I would send all of that. Uh, blue ink, certified mail, legal sized paper, never fold, always straight, and make sure that you keep an original for yourself. Um, that way you know what you sent um, because what you're doing is you are using your rights, telling your government exactly what's up. So this is the un Affidavit of Unlawful Alien Invasion, an imminent danger to people and the public welfare affidavit. If this was a blessing to you, please share the content, share the content, share the content. It's a 54-minute video. I, you know, People want like a two-minute clip like it's on TikTok, but... You know, share the stuff. If people want to walk through it, check all my sources. Make sure that I'm good. I showed you where the the links were. Um, the you know, a blessing to me is to do the PatriotSwitch.com/slash/jaren or the HumbleWB.coffee. If you uh, like air roasted coffee, you could go to that website. Those are that's how you uh, help support and bless me, and uh, you know, help the work that I do. But the most important part, and this is absolutely the truth is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a Christian nation, and by that I mean it's a nation founded on biblical principles coming from the Bible. 
I love America. I want righteous government. But I want more so that the gospel is proclaimed, souls saved, and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be glorified. The gospel is that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. He was buried, and three days later, he physically rose from the grave. When you believe that, God poured his wrath out on Jesus instead of you for your sin. So instead of you being punished for your sin, Jesus was punished for your sin. The punishment of your sin will be conscious eternal torment in hell. Jesus, because he was perfect, took all of that punishment whenever he was on the cross. When you believe that, and he physically rose three days later, when you believe that, it means that he's king. It means he's Lord. It means what he says is true. It means he's the only way to salvation. It means that his blood is what washes away your sins. It means that you will believe that gospel and you will obey that gospel. Faith without works is dead. Baptism in the name of, the, of Jesus Christ is an operation of the Lord. You will be baptized in Jesus' name. You will be confessing your sin. You will be repenting of that sin. And you will be believing that gospel. If you do that, you are in his church, the church of Christ. You are a member of his body. You receive the benefit of eternal salvation. And now you have been made justified with the Lord. When that happens, you are going to be reading his Bible because that's him talking to you. You are going to be faithfully obeying him regardless of what the world looks like because the righteous shall walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you. Thank you for uh, watching, paying attention. The links are in the description below for the immigration series and how to support the work that I do. Please share this with everybody you know um, and uh, pray about it. Pray about it uh, because the more people who know the fundamental law, the more people who understand uh, how this nation is organized, that's where the remedy is. This is stuff we haven't been taught, which is where we need to get back to. Appreciate your time. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I am Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Don't quit. Go to war.